podcast provides our listeners with an opportunity to learn more about the Mount, our alumni, and how we live significantly. We're very excited for what is coming up next for Live Significantly and can't wait to offer you an inside look into the Mount. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce President Tim Trainer. Hello, and welcome to the Mount St. Mary's University podcast, Live Significantly with President Tim Trainer. I am very pleased to serve as the president of Mount St. Mary's University, and on this episode, it is my distinct pleasure to welcome Suzanne Houston, class of 1991, to the Live Significantly podcast. Welcome, Suzanne, and uh, I hope you're doing well. Oh, thanks so much, Tim. I really appreciate this opportunity. Could you take a moment to tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Sure, sure. Um, So I grew up in Stony Brook, Long Island in New York. I graduated the Mount in 1991. And so after my four, you know, really great years at the Mount, I went right into law school and I went to Widener University and I graduated from there. And since that time, you know, I've been practicing, I've been a practicing attorney now for 26 years. Uh, I practice in Pennsylvania. You know, I started my career as a law clerk, and then I was a prosecutor for a short amount of time. And then the majority of my career, I worked for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania as a deputy general counsel for four different governors in Pennsylvania. I spent uh, some time as chief counsel to two different executive branch agencies. And in the last seven years, I've uh, accepted a position as general counsel for the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. So that's been kind of my career path. And then on a personal front, uh, I'm married now for 25 years. I met my husband, Colin, at the Mount. Uh, so he's a Mount graduate also, and, and he's also an attorney in Philadelphia. And we have two great kids together. Our daughter is a senior in college, and our son is a freshman. So that's my story. Well, wow, thanks for sharing that, Suzanne. I, I, I was born on Long Island also in, uh, um, uh, in Baldwin. So uh, fellow Long Islanders, at least uh, from the start. Um, okay. All right. You know, you said you went, went into law, uh, uh, Suzanne. Can you tell us what inspired you to work in the field of law? Well, you know, it, it, it's one of those stories that I think a lot of people say, and I acknowledge it's almost cliche, but I was always interested in the law ever since I was a kid. I mean, it was something that interested me, and so I decided to pursue it. You know, I think, Tim, a lot of my skill set practicing law in this profession seemed to be, to me, the best fit. It, it was appealing to me at the time when I when I applied to law school and, and really continues to be satisfying to me to this day as an attorney. You know, I, I think being a, a, a lawyer enables you really to use your skills to try to serve other people. And that's something I've always been interested in. And then some of the other characteristics that were appealing and continue to be is just trying to be a problem solver. I think so often there's, you know, a a lot of matters that bring about conflict and complexity. And, and so the, the idea to try to be a problem solver and an an advisor and interacting with people and clients is, is part of the practice that I particularly like. And just trying to serve as a counsel to others 
has become for me uh, an important part of the field of law and, and I'm proud to be a part of it. And that's so important to uh, the field of law to have somebody with a problem solving uh, mindset like you. It, it is definitely, there are a lot of problems we have to solve and it's great that you're uh, in this profession. Um, Suzanne, when you were applying to schools, what about the Mount seemed like a good fit for you and what you wanted to do with your life? You know, for me, really, when I, Tim, when I first stepped foot on campus to visit the Mount, I uh, immediately felt the energy on that campus. I mean, there's just such a vibrancy at at the Mount and when you're when you're walking that campus and meeting people. So I, I love the sense of community. And for me, that was very important. So immediately I, I was. I was intrigued for sure. But then when I went through my, I'd I'd say my list of key things for college and I considered them out more fully, I realized there's so, so many aspects of what I was searching for that the Mount could deliver. So I, I wanted to find a place where I felt I could grow intellectually, personally, you know, spiritually. And I, I wanted to try to push myself in those areas. And so the Mount, truly provided all those those right opportunities. And some of the other things I just I particularly liked is the fact that the Mount's a liberal arts school. So that approach to exposing you to just a lot of different varieties of topics and areas, I thought was important just to be balanced about how we learn and, and how we approach learning. So I like that. But I think what sealed the deal for me was just the size of the Mount. And you know, Mount St. Mary's is a smaller school. I always find it interesting when when people say that almost as though that's not a good thing. But from my perspective, and I, and I know so many alums say this, you know, that's one of the greatest strengths of the Mount. It's uh, I wanted to go somewhere where I felt I could get to know everyone, and I, I hope to be able to make an impact and really get involved. So... The opportunity to go to a place where the class size was small and you directly got to know the professors and you could meet with them whenever you needed and, you know, truly get involved in as many activities as you choose. You know, I I had a chance to play lacrosse my time at the Mount. And uh, so all of the things on my list I was able to find and actually just feel great about when I when I selected the mount and then when I went there for my my time at the mount. So it just was the right fit and, and it was a home run all around. You know, that sense of community is still here and the, and the smallness uh, of this is, is part of that, uh, how we build that community here and, and you felt it. And I, I think it's still very vibrant and pre- that sense of community is still very vibrant and present here at the mount. Um, Suzanne, I asked you to serve on the President's Council in 2019. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience on the Council? Absolutely. Yeah, you know, well, I have to thank you uh, for the opportunity to to be a part of the President's Council. I I really, um, it's just been a great chance to get back connected with the Mount. It's just out of the gate, just to be back on campus, 
just is, is such a good time. Um, I caught myself when I first came for the first meeting, walking around campus and, and being one of those alumni, I couldn't help it. You know, I was stopping students and talking to them and asking them about the mound and if they love the mound. And of course they do. And uh, so that, that was just fun in and of itself. But the council has, has served as such a great opportunity to reconnect for me personally, with the day-to-day life of the now, um, you know, we all as alumni have have busy lives. You know, we, we all get busy in our personal lives, raising our children and our family and busy with our careers and everything else. So it for me, Tim, it's been so nice to reconnect with the now. And it's been even so much more rewarding to get a glimpse at, you know, all that's happening at the Mount and the vision that you and your great team has, has brought to the Mount. Um, you know, just to tell you a couple of my, my reactions since being on the council is you know, the meetings have been such a terrific insight of the plans for the Mount. So I'm appreciative that you come in and, and you bring your team in of talented staff to extensively brief us, I, I'd call it on the state of the mount. And you share all aspects of things and you ask for dialogue and it's so meaningful, um, the input that you give and you let us give. So I, I appreciate that that hands-on approach that you've brought to all of us. And I'm very impressed with the strategic plan and the vision and the future of the mount. Um, we 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 all recognize that it's just challenging to run a smaller university, especially during these challenging times. So hearing the leadership plan and you sharing those things with all of us has really been something I've been proud to be a part of. And, you know, our most recent meeting, I guess it was a week or so ago when we spent much of our attention focused on, the COVID circumstance on campus and how you're handling it. And once again, you know, I was proud to be an alumni of the Mount. Uh, You have all just adjusted and adapted um, in such an impressive way with all the efforts you've brought to make sure the students are safe. And yet you've found a way to continue to let them remain on campus and to flourish and to experience the Mount, you know, the way we all love it. So, Again, this council has been a real terrific way to kind of connect back with a place I love, and I'm, I'm hoping to continue to give my service in, in whatever way I can. Well, thank you, Suzanne, and 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 I I, I truly value your input and and that of all our council members uh, during these meetings, and uh, I'm glad you have a good perspe- uh, a good um, uh, perspective on it and good takeaways from it. Thank you very much for that. Um, We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. The team behind our team is our dedicated Mount fans. Please visit mountathletics.com to check the schedules of your favorite teams and to learn more about our great student-athletes. Go Mount! Welcome back. Um, Suzanne, as you said earlier, after graduating from the Mount, you attended uh, Widener University School of Law for your degree. How did the Mount prepare you uh, for obtaining your degree and uh, further life outside the Mount? Tim, you know, I'd say 
overall, I think the Mount, if I were to, to try to sum it up in, in one key way, the Mount prepared me as a student to be a critical thinker. You know, I, I found that through all my coursework um, at the Mount, that that was a key part of the learning structure there that was so essential as I pivoted to become a law student. You know, academically, I felt prepared for the rigor of law school because at the Mount, you know, I learned how to really, and, and students learn how to organize and tackle the workload the written work at the Mount and during my time there was was a key aspect of of being a student, and it is so critical to be a successful law student. And then finally, I think the oral advocacy requirements from law school, the Mount very much prepared me for. You know, our class participation at the Mount and the way that Mount class structures and and presentations and interactions occur really helped for a smooth transition, I found, into law school um, because those are some of the key components to be successful. Um, and, you know, you kind of asked me how the Mount prepared me for life outside the Mount. And, um, I, you know, thinking about that, I, I think I'd say to be to be effective, you know, in your career and your personal life, so much about it is striving for excellence, but also trying to achieve it all with a balance. Uh, and I look back on my time at the Mount, and I found it really to be a place that let so many of us learn to how to do both of those things and, and candidly do it well. You know, we all pushed hard for excellence and set goals, but yet we were able to, to be at the Mount and live at the Mount and to find a balance in how we lived. And I think that's a great formula that uh, I try to carry over into my everyday life. And I try to bring it to my work environment and I try to share it with my family. And so I, I think that's part of, of the math magic. It, it, it taught us how to excel, but it also taught us how to, how to maintain balance and composure and stay focused. Oh, that's and and I can see our our uh, our liberal arts education preparing folks well for uh, a law degree, and and I know we have uh, several students each year who head to law school. So uh, you've blazed a path, um, uh, Suzanne. After working over six years as a chief counsel for the Department of Corrections, you then took the job of general counsel for the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. How did that come about, and did you ever strive to or envision yourself working for the archdiocese? Timia, yeah, I I didn't envision myself at the archdiocese of Philadelphia, um, so it wasn't necessarily something I had always planned on for my career path. Um, but you know, I, it it actually turned into something that was quite logical for my professional journey. Um, you know, through my time working for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and many of the roles I served in, I served as a chief counsel so and, and as counsel to the governor. So I served as sort of a counsel to both smaller and larger agencies, and I wor- worked on how to be an in-house general counsel to a large organization. So over time, I did start to um, 
specialize in understanding the role of the general counsel. And so I found that it was something I was able to do well. And for me to bring my skills and the opportunity at the archdiocese when they offered me the position, I felt I had the background and the experience and the understanding that was needed for the general counsel role. So it did turn into a logical um, opportunity for me, but certainly one, you know, years ago, I may not have expected. And, and another, and an aspect of it, though, I have to share that it has been rewarding is, you know, to work for the archdiocese, many of the folks that I work with, uh, you know, they, they're very committed to the church and that's their vocation. And over time I've come to realize, you know, just as a lay person in a, in an attorney and a woman in this role, uh, this has also become a vocation for me. And so I, I, I try to support the church now during these challenging times in this role, the best of my ability. Well, thank you, Suzanne, and thank you for, uh, I can see it definitely as a vocation, particularly you've embraced it as a vocation, and that's, I think, evidenced by uh, the following. Uh, Pope Francis bestowed honors upon 40 individuals for their service to the Roman Catholic Church, and you were one of those individuals honored with the cross pro ecclesiae et pontifice. Uh, Can you tell us more about that experience, please? Well, you know, Tim, it, it really was unbelievable um, for me and uh, completely unexpected. I can say it truly is one of the greatest honors I've had in my life, and, and certainly my family was thrilled with it as well. Um, so from my perspective, you know, there's thousands of men and women who work tirelessly for the church every day and for the mission of the church. So, I, I you know, I'm beyond humbled for me to be recognized personally by Pope Francis um, in this way. And and I'm just grateful that in some small way, my work and in all of the work of the entire team that I, that I, I work with um, could contribute in a meaningful way. But to say it's humbling is an understatement and uh, it's something, something that, that I will always be proud of. Well, I could see that as, as truly being a real honor and, and well-deserved, Suzanne. Uh, let's, take a fi- let, let's take a final break, and we'll be back to wrap up this edition of Live Significantly in a moment. At Mount St. Mary's, the extraordinary experience we have here will create careers and lives that matter out there. Because from the minute we arrive and for every moment that follows, we live significantly. Suzanne, what would you say has been the biggest learning curve for you after you graduated from college? I would say, you know, I think it's it's the need to recognize that you you constantly need to grow. You know, when I left the Mount, and I think so many of us, when we graduate from the Mount, you feel like you're the best version of yourself. You know, you you, you leave the Mount, and uh, you you really feel like, you know, you're ready to conquer so much. And the key takeaway, I think, is that is a, is a critical foundation that you walk away from the Mount with. But you need to continue to work at it and to grow and to expand. 
so, you know, for me, then as a wife and a mother and an attorney, um, you know, we, we chatted about it before, but I think, you know, it's, it's about trying to channel the best version of yourself as you transcend through all of your phases of life and just constantly growing and building on your own strengths. So I, I would say that's been a somewhat of a learning curve because I think it's a matter of, you know, we're all a work in progress and it's, and it's how best to channel that. Oh, it's so true that, that we all need to constant, we constantly all need to grow. Um, Suzanne, uh, is there anything you'd like to say to our current students at the Mount? Well, I, I think my, uh, my, thoughts for the students are just be grateful for your time that you get to spend at the Mount. Uh, I know all of us as alumni look back at that time and, you know, wish we could be there. So my, my best advice is to fully immerse yourselves at the Mount and stay in the moment the best you can while you're there. You know, my sense, and I have as children is, you know, this generation is under so much more pressure than we certainly were. Um, and it's, and it's a constant grind for them of, you know, planning what's next and, and all of those things. So I recommend, you know, for, for students, just stay motivated and set your goals really high for yourself. But while you're doing that, you know, allow yourself to get fully involved at the Mount and be a part of the Mount because I'm convinced that if you immerse yourself while you're living your best moments at the Mount, that'll shape the rest of your life. So I think just be all in and, and good things will follow. Oh, definitely. How, how uh, true those words are. Um, and as our last question, Suzanne, do you have any final words of wisdom that you wish to share with our listeners? Well, I guess I would, again, kind of focusing on, we've been chatting about being the best version of yourself, but my, my words of wisdom would be, I think all of us, everyone has gifts and talents. And so I would say take time to focus on your own strengths and commit to sharing your, your gifts with others. You know, whatever those strengths may be, uh, I think by sharing your talents, it certainly brings your joy and an opportunity for betterment, betterment for others. So during these challenging times, Tim, I think it's just hard to, to stay positive. And I think my words of wisdom are rely on your best gifts and talents and, and for everyone that's out there, you know, let's stay positive. And just doing that can make a difference. Yes, indeed, it can. And this, uh, your message of share uh, of us sharing our gifts with others is so uh, um, so spot on. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have today. Thank you so much, Suzanne, for taking the time to talk with us about how you live a life of significance through hard work, dedication, and leadership. Be sure to visit the Mount's website at msmary.edu slash podcast to learn more about how others are living a life of significance. Thank you all and go Mount.